Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the annual Valentine's Day episode of Don't Blame Me. A midwinter ritual of love, unlike any other. Okay, Build a Bear. If you guys listen on Thursday, you will know that reference. So, yes, this is Don't Blame Me. And we have brought on for what we think might be the fourth time my ex boyfriend, Ma Tang Dong. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. What's that? That's me. Is that what you're doing? Oh, yeah, actually. Sure. I was referencing you and I didn't even. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Who does that? Oh, it's you. Psych. So, yes, we're excited that this is happening. Let's give you a lowdown on the show. I hate when you find like random like hairballs in your clothes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or I in my that. couch and then you start playing with it. I'm sorry. They're fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Mine look like spiders. <laughs> like, ooh, ooh. and I had his hair mixed in. I find I your hair all the time. Yeah, I'm so sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Can't blame it on anyone else. <laughs> so don't blame me. We're an advice show. So if you want to call in to get some wonderful, amazing, life-changing, fantastic advice from us, you can give us a call at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast.gmail.com. Both of those things, you have to keep it under three minutes. We recommend writing down everything that you want to say. So you have all the details in there. 
include your pronouns, how old you are, how old the people in the situation that you would need advice on are. And then you can practice, time it. And then once you finally record it, if you do a wonderful job, Melissa might give you a blowjob. <laughs> and we get a lot of messages about people and smelly dicks. And I'd have to say, no, thank you. Now I got cheese dick on the brain. And that is yeah. not, not what I want. Yeah. It's not about you. He's like, what the fuck? No, but my cast is starting to smell a little bit like cheese. <laughs> it's disgusting and uncalled for. Also, it's only been a few days. It's going to get worse. I know. Yeah. Well, to be fair. Okay, let's give the lowdown. If you didn't know, Mods has a cast. I posted on my Instagram story. And would you like to share about, like, you know, what happened? Yeah, so I was at Bootsy Bellows. Shut the um, it was a pre-Super Bowl party and some, some, some ruffians came in and were causing mischief. This is such a niche joke to such a small audience. I know. I'm hoping somebody gets it. Uh, no. Yeah. So basically I was on a roof and I was coming back down through the roof onto a ladder and to get to the roof, there's like a skylight or a trap door. And when I was coming down, you know, the safety catch on the door broke or collapsed. The only people that witnessed it were me and a subcontractor. And he doesn't remember because he's traumatized for life. And the door collapsed on my hand and the latch went through my hand, broke the bone in two places. You know, a couple bone fragments are still loose are they floating around or just kind of no like, no you it's so he, they're two de- it's depressed fractures so the the kind of like that's like blunt force trauma when it hits it and it kind of concaves in mm. so that can create like you should really be on like a doctor show mm, i don't think so considering how i handled it at the hospital i'm good with the information part i think that's why i like all that information is because you can be a research physician exactly I think yeah. I like that stuff because I am like a woozy person. And so like I like to logic myself to like try not. But the depressed fractures, it's yeah, like kind of like your bone, it just goes in. And so in one of the depressed fractures, there's a small piece of metal about the um, diameter of a piece of hair and the length of a grain of rice that is just going to leave in his arm. So I'm now referring to him as Iron Man, but he didn't need surgery. Just well, they're like 99% sure. Yeah, if you were going to, most likely, if you were going to need surgery, they would have done it then. And so the uh, but stitches. They are put a bionic hand. <laughs> nice. And then we'll call you the, the bionic the man. Fister? Oh. <laughs> the $6 million. Six million. Yeah. And then it was Bionic Woman was the spinoff. Mm, yeah. Yes. So nobody who listens to this is going to have. You don't know that. Anything. You don't know if they're into classic 70s television. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off for doing like always, you know our people. I was always more a, a fan of The Prisoner than Six Million Dollar Man. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that one? No. Oof, that's good. But okay. to wrap up the the, the arm, <laughs> he's only needs the cast. Most likely, they said about like a, seven to ten days, maybe two weeks, but they don't think it'll be that long. And um, he will be totally fine because all of the the good thing about the depressed fracture is once you get out of the clear of like infection. It has like no mobility issues and is like very much fine. And so it's like the best possible way to heal from it. It just has like the harder at the start. Mm. So you're doing good though. Yeah. Got really lucky. Yeah. And now I will not let, I keep telling him that he like cannot do anything at this construction site without wearing a hard hat. Cause like, so that's going to help his hand. No, because if, if okay, first of all, if you lose a hand, great. But if that happened to your head, yeah, that's true. Oof, scares the shit out of me. I'm pretty hard headed though. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Good one. But it has made me appreciate how much shit he does around the house that, like, now I have to do, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, like he does so much, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. I'm just like. The beauty and the funny, like comedic. I'm the comedic relief of this relationship. <laughs> I am the talent of this relationship. Oh, uh, yeah, I need to clean the kitchen. But uh, anyway, now that that's out of the way. Yeah, let's move away from matters of 
matters of the body. Let's get matters to matters of-, of the heart. <laughs> right? Or That's ma- what we're here for. Yeah. Let's get to matters of the heart. You sound like you're doing like a transition in like The Bachelor. Like you're just I, like doing pivot. <laughs> I know. You can be the new, we won't name his name, but yeah. Um, did you order groceries? I did. Good Thank job. you for your text message because that's actually what reminded me to do it. Oh, great. <laughs> and if I had kept the red receipts on, you would have immediately seen me read it. And okay. then I'd be like, dee, 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 dee. So thank you for that. You're welcome. So should we um, get into giving some advice? We want to do like, you know, relationship, dating, that stuff. So we called out for it on Instagram, which you should be following. And uh, if you were there for the first 15 minutes of that post up, you could have seen that I wrote the number down wrong. Here we go. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am a 19-year-old female, she, her, and I'm calling in about my boyfriend who is a 20 male. He goes by he, him. And I just wanted to call in because I am feeling insecure, right? We all feel insecure. But it's hard for me since he's away at school. We're about an hour away from each other. And I constantly feel the pressure of him being in a fraternity, being surrounded by constant sorority girls that are prettier than me, skinnier than me, and just overall, I'm feeling very insecure. Now, I know I don't have a problem trusting him, and I know I shouldn't worry, but I do, especially when he goes out to parties, if I can't make them, or if he's going out to social events that are with the other sororities, it's very hard. Um, I would like some advice on what you think I should do. I've talked to my therapist about this, and I do have an anxious attachment style, so I'm trying not to, you know, go crazy over here, but we don't go to the same school, so how do I not feel like I'm missing out on the things that he does without me and how do I stop being so jealous and actually realize that this boy loves me and that he won't do anything by the way we've been dating only for seven months so it is fairly new but I know I really want to spend the future with him and I really want to stay together thanks love the podcast bye so I feel like you guys always tee up at least one like long distance relationship. I I guess I don't know how long distance this relationship is, but long distance enough. I feel like you always tee up one of those calls for when I come on. We have so many in general, like also, especially with COVID. Mm -hmm. So Uh, many people are even just like smaller distance, long distance kind of thing. Oh God, this one's hard. Well, well, I'll start with like the last thing you said which is this like feeling of FOMO that you have I know this is kind of hard but I think one thing that you should prioritize doing if he's not okay with this it, it should tell you like what you need to know about how much effort and how investment you put into this relationship you know you need to just prioritize like your own social life at school Because he's, you know, like it's inevitable that he's going to do some social events without you at his school. He's going to hang out with people. I am a reformed fraternity brother. And as I remember, you know, we generally had at least two or three events a week. And at least one or two of those events were always like co-sponsored with sorority or had some sort of like date you know, component. So it's inevitable if he's in a frat, that's going to happen. And it's inevitable because of your schedules. Some of those events are going to happen without you. So what I would say is like, independent of what you do about the relationship or what you do about each other, you need to prioritize your own social life so that you can feel like you're, you're not missing out on being social. And that if something goes wrong or he violates your trust or anything, you have a social life that you can take comfort and and find support in. So I don't know if that is joining a sorority. You know, that's obviously not for everyone. I don't know if it's joining <laughs> I don't know if it's joining clubs. I don't know if it's a little community that you are building out on your hall. But like, you know, you should make a point and kind of make sure that one night or two nights a week, you're you're making a point of going out, hanging out with people, forming relationships with them so that you feel like you're 
fulfilling a part or like a experiencing a social life independent of your relationship, which I, I think is important in any relationship, even like we live together, we literally do 99% of things together, but we do have things for ourselves. And I think that really helps our relationship no matter what. So that's the first thing I would say. I I think if you watched the video, Melissa and I had very similar facial reactions when you said that you were only, you've only been dating for seven months. And I don't want to be like pessimistic at all, but like, this is a very hard position to be in. And I can't necessarily say that there is a way for you to not feel that way and a way for it to like go away or feel better. Like it's hard, like Mm -hmm. being long distance is hard. And then especially being long distance with someone who like literally is, has to go to like date parties with other girls and essentially has to go on dates with other girls. Like that's not like a, oh my gosh, like I'm being like so crazy. Like, no, no, that's like not a thing that like every relationship has to go through and deal with. And I think that like there is a certain personality type that can be totally fine with that. But I think that that is probably the minority. And I don't know anyone who would have, who would feel like great about it mostly just because, and not to be negative at all, but like sadly long distance relationships are not usually very supported in college and social life. Like they're usually mocked endlessly or like not, or like, come on, like, no, do blah, blah, blah. So like, I think that it is valid that it would feel like really hard. I agree that like, yeah, do stuff. So you have things that you're doing. But I think that if he is like upset that you are going, if you if you join a sorority, let's say, or you do all the social stuff and he is upset about that, that makes me indicate, well, if you're upset about this, like that feels kind of maybe like projection. But I think that like, if you've gave it your honest effort trying to do the long distance thing and it's like just not working, being at different schools and that stuff, like no matter how happy you are in that relationship, that's like a hypothetical aspect of your relationship. The practicality of it is your long distance needs in a fraternity and like this stuff is like actively hurting you. And I think that like you can walk away from that and put it on pause and then hope in some time when school's done, if you like want to like circle back to it, but you can't change the circumstance. And if the circumstance is not suiting you, you don't need to necessarily change yourself to like suit it. Like it's okay if it doesn't work. Great advice. Yeah. And the second thing I was going to say is what Megan said about like the social scene at colleges is not designed to be accommodating of uh, long distance relationships. And I actually know that personally. I was in a fraternity and I had a long distance girlfriend and it didn't work out, obviously. (laughs) Uh, And there are exceptions to every rule, but it was, you know, and I was also a early 20s guy and the social scene in a fraternity is not designed to be very accommodating of long distance relationships. So I would just say like, keep that in mind as like you kind of pick your way through this, but, you know, definitely develop your own social scene too. And I'll just add on top of what they both said is excellent advice, but on top of that, being long distance in college, regardless if it's like sorority, fraternity, whatever's going on in your life, college is a time that you're doing a lot of growing and discovering of who you are. And even if you were in the same place, you could grow in different directions. So being long distance just adds another thing on top of that. So just be mindful of that as well. Even if he wasn't in a fraternity, there might be other things that might pull you guys apart too. Agreed. Should we go on to the next? Let's do it. Hi, I'm V, and I need some advice on how to get over the love of your life, basically. My ex and I broke up a couple weeks ago and our relationship was a whirlwind. I've had quite a few relationships in the past and I've never been in love before now. It just feels so different. 
and I'm worried that I won't ever meet somebody and feel the same way again. We met three months ago on Tinder. I know how that sounds, but I just fell for him really quickly. Like, he told me he loved me three days in, and I felt the same way, and we just spent weeks and weeks together. Like, he was, he just spent the night at my house every single day for weeks. And we did everything together. We would have, like, 3 a.m. IHOP trips and, and all this stuff. And he was just, like, exactly who I wanted. And I was willing to be okay with the red flags because he was everything that I wanted. And he treated me better than anyone ever did. But then a couple weeks ago, he decided that he was had feelings for somebody else as well. And we had a long talk about it. And, yeah, it was awful and horrible, and we broke up. And then after that, we decided to be friends. But we kept sleeping together, and we kept kissing. And, and then he decided that he had some things that he really didn't like about me that he had been holding in and not telling me about. And we were planning on getting back together officially, but then he decided that he had these things that he didn't like about me. And then, you know, he told me about these things that he didn't like about me. And I just don't know what to do now because now I have these ideas in my head of things that, you know, people don't like about me. And they're things that make me who I am. And it makes me really sad. And I, I really love him and I and we're trying to be friends but you know it's really hard so I just need some advice on how to get over him and still be friends with him I lovingly 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 I want to hug you and then shake you (laughs) like oh my god first of all I do not mean this in a condescending way at all so if you've been a long-time listener you will know this is not condescending therapy like therapy 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 because like you are describing the like this man's not the love of your life like he is literally a menace he is a villain he is the worst this is like toxic relationship and this is classic love bombing and the expression of he treats me better than anyone else has before that doesn't mean he treats you well right that means other people have treated you really badly and he treated you a different kind of badly and like Everything that he has done, there is no good traits, quote unquote, or good qualities that overshine any of that. This is toxic as fuck love bombing. And like, not only should you not get back together with him or be his friend, like they're like, you need to cut him off and everything about him off immediately. Get in therapy or if you can't get in therapy, read some books about attachment styles and relationships and love bombing and toxic relationships and all of that. Because if you knowingly looked past the obvious red flags we think of red flags as being like very very obvious and if someone has obvious red flags like they have subtle ones they have little ones there too and if you are immediately willing to compromise major red flags and compromise like this compromise in like a relation like someone that you've like really just met that's like that is not a good indicator that like you are prioritizing yourself and your like mental well-being and have a good sense of what is like good for you in this like i'm shocked yeah i mean this person is not your friend not the love of your life but let's start there i know i'm sorry you should not be friends with this person you should not continue to be really a resource or in contact with this person because the way that that man is looking at you right now is not as a friend not as like the one that got away. He is looking at you as a contingency plan. He's intentionally treating you like shit, making you insecure and saying things about you to make you feel like, well, now I'm willing to look past these flaws that you have, even though I don't like these things about you. Like it's the definition of like love bombing. And like, it's the toxic cycle of like, he's then like knocking you the fuck down to make you feel like completely worthless. And then he's going to turn around and be like, you know what? I'll hook up with you again, even though he's with somebody else and he's going to do that whole cycle over and over and over again. Like, it's just manipulation. Yep, the ultimate form of manipulation. He built you up so that you're on a high so then he could just tear you down. 
And he's the only one who can do that. Mm -hmm. So like he he makes it so his compliments and his praise mean everything. And then the negative things that he says also mean everything. So then everything is tied to him. And he's done this before. Like that's like the point blank. He's fucking done this before. He was probably dating that other person at the same time. Like he just used that as an excuse to move on to the next victim. Yep. Last thing I'll say is like, you didn't say your age, but it seemed like you were younger than us or younger than me. I'm so young. You are. I'm older than you. So. Uh, but you have a je ne sais quoi. That <laughs> love of your life. This person's obviously not the love of your life. Love of your life is going to be reliable. They're going to be communicative. They're going to be self-aware. And if there are things about yourself that you want to work on, they'll be supportive of that, but they are not going to point out or criticize things and then try to blackmail or manipulate you into working on those things because they're issues for them. And 99% of the time, if someone tells you they love you on date three, that early on, 99% of the time, that's not true. It's mm -hmm. not real. Because they don't know you. You're not even showing the real you on date three. That's it. a red flag. And if you're yeah. like, oh, well, no, I feel it back. I feel it back. That was intentional on their part. And like when you hear stories of people who are like, I knew immediately. Those are like fucking like 80 year old people living in Ohio who met in like the 60s. And they're like, oh, we're in love now. Like there is no like it's not like a fucking like toxic, like manic pixie dream girl. And I don't mean that in the offensive term to you, but I mean that in those movies that romanticize these like toxic relationships. Sadly, they always make the women the toxic ones. But like th those kinds of things, like that's not when those people talk about like, I saw them and immediately knew and all like it doesn't come along with these contingencies that they're just like not telling you. Like this is not how anyone's like true love and like who they end up with is this isn't like a part of the story that they're not telling you that did, did happen. Like it's not. This is everyone's shitty fucking ex. It's not the love of their life. But first step, getting over. Don't talk to him. Block again. everything. Should we go to the next one? <laughs> it's time for a break. Yeah, wow. fuck off. You don't know anything about this show. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that I was like sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing and I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait and we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor and we know y'all are already going to love this plus we've been recommended this so many times mm -hmm. so I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And we're back from our break. And we're getting to the next call. That was so long. I know. Like, you got some gray hairs. Yeah. Hi, Melissa and Megan. Um, I am calling you right after a phone crying session, so don't judge me on why my voice sounds like this. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for around four years. I'm, we're both 22, and I've been having this issue over the past couple of weeks. Well, I guess it's been more time, but I just never really paid attention to it now. I used to be really, like, dependent of him, and I would stay over his place, like, every single day, basically, full on lived with him while I had my own apartment. I just hated being there because I was in a shitty roommate, roommate situation. Y'all know how that goes. But recently, I moved, and I love where I'm living now, so I've been staying here a lot more often. We've kind of only been seeing each other on the weekends now, um, which has been nice just because now it's more so that quality time over quantity. But... You know, sometimes randomly throughout the week when I, like, miss him or something, I'll text him and be like, oh, like, should I go over? Or, like, do you have me to bring you food and I can, like, come over? And his responses just, like, don't really make me feel that great or, like, wanted. He'll say things like, yeah, like, if you want to or, like, sure, if you want to. And it's like, well, I'm obviously texting you because I want to come. And I don't know, I just don't feel like I'm getting that same energy, like, reciprocated. And I brought it up to him, like, an hour ago. And he basically just kind of said that, you know, we're not in high school. And he's going to be playing games with me up to saying, like, putting on this act of him, like, you know, being all, I guess, excited, which sounds messed up. But, you know, that if I want to come over, then come over. He's never going to tell me no, and I'm welcome all the time. So I don't, he doesn't see why it's an issue on him saying, like, yeah, sure, if you want to. So I don't know, like being just dramatic over this, you know, I think the change in me not seeing him every single day has been like hard. So I like want to feel wanted, even though we don't go that many days without seeing each other. It's still nice to get like some reassurance. And I told him about the reassurance and he's like, what did I like you? Like, I obviously do. Like, I love you. But I don't know. Am I just being a baby? I'm going to get my period in like less than a week. So it could just be that. But I mean, this has been an issue that's happened before. So I don't know. I'd love some advice on it. So thanks, guys. Not to be cynical, but like, can you not just hear like the unhappy marriage that this is? Like, it's not a marriage. But I'm saying that like this kind of vibe of like, we've been dating for four years and like, I'm not going to be excited to see you anymore. And like, that what like you should always be like 
excited and like want to like see your partner. Like, I think if like you had said this and he was like, oh, I've just been like really swamped to school. I've just been really busy going through stuff. But like, or if it was like a new relationship and like you just didn't know how each other like texted. And if it's like not translating over text, but it is in person and all of that, like he just seems like the definition of like comfortable and is now no longer putting any effort in whatsoever. And it seems like he kind of thinks that that's like what a long-term adult relationship is. And that is like a very checked out mindset that like is not going to lead to like a long successful relationship. And like, regardless if like, if what you think or what you're feeling is like, whatever you're feeling always will be valid, but like whether or not like there's actually like an issue in the relationship or like it is something that like you're bringing from your past into your current relationship. If your partner is automatically like, no, like that's shutting it down and doesn't even want to have like a convert, like really it can't like just like give you like the reassurance that you need and is like telling you that like, no, you get enough as it is. Like that's not someone who like is going to work on shit for you and stuff gets hard, you know? Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with a relationship reaching its natural end. Ideally, one, only one of your relationships in your life will reach like the... Or however many you want. Or yeah, or however many you want. But there's nothing wrong with, yeah, a relationship coming to a natural end. And just based on what you're saying, it kind of sounds like that's where your relationship is, you know, that you guys really over-indexed on the amount of time you spent together like early on. And he may not be articulating this directly or in a direct manner. He might be feeling better about having a little bit more space and having a little bit more independence. And there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong is him communicating that to you in an indirect or sounds like kind of a condescending way. And what I would say, and I know this is hard, is you kind of need to approach that directly and ask him directly, like, are you enjoying being alone more than you are being with me? And if he answers you truthfully and or he answers with kind of like feigned enthusiasm or like an obligatory, oh, you know, like I want to spend time with you. Then, you know, save yourself more months or another year of just kind of like going through the motions and get on with the rest of your life. And, you know, you guys don't have to end acrimoniously or you don't have to end it acrimoniously from your end. But there's nothing wrong with that. You're 22. There's lots of like dating and new relationships waiting for you. So go out and experience that. You don't have kids. You don't have a shared home. There aren't these other factors that are obligating you to try and like do more things to make it work. Like go make the rest of your life work for you and don't force the issue. Melissa, can you guess what my toxic advice is? No, I don't think I can. Mm, so my toxic advice is give him the exact same energy that he's giving you. Like have him be the one to reach out to hang out. Give him the same level of energy that you are because like I think that, yes, that is like a very toxic kind of thing to do. But sometimes I find it easier to hurt my own feelings than to like have somebody else have all of the control in doing that. And so in that kind of moment, when you flip the tables like that and you get the back that same energy and you recognize like, oh, shit, I was putting in so much more into this relationship and like you would be perfectly fine. Either you would be perfectly fine if like both of us half ass the shit out of this or you are upset because you expect me to carry the, the majority of this load of this relationship and both ways are not like good. Like that's not like the answer that you want in that situation. But sometimes when you do those little toxic things, then I know that the choice I'm making is I'm hurting my own feelings. I'm walking into the situation going, this is going to hurt my feelings versus, you know, being the mature route and like having a conversation about it. It just depends. What, what mood are you in? Next call. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I've been listening to you guys for years. Um, 
I feel like you two might be able to understand my dilemma and hopefully give me some advice. Uh, I'm 23 years old, by the way. I've been seeing this guy for about a year and it's kind of a fuck buddy situation. Well, it's not kind of, it is a fuck buddy situation. When we started seeing each other, we agreed that we both just wanted to have some fun with no strings attached and everything was great for a while. But the thing is, we haven't really revisited this whole conversation or what we mean to each other. Sometimes I get the feeling that we have started to develop something more. I mean, I definitely am more into him and like him better now than I did a full year ago when we started seeing each other because now I actually know the guy. But I'm very new into this whole feelings thing. I've never been in a serious relationship and I've never dated a guy for long either. I definitely have a lot of defense mechanisms in place when it comes to my emotions, but I really don't know what I feel for this guy. He's sweet and he's funny. The sex is great. But I also kind of find him a bit boring. I like doing things, being active and spontaneous. And he's more of a stay-at-home kind of type. Sometimes I feel like my feelings would be like what you in school terms would call like a crush on him. And other times, especially if we haven't seen each other for a while, I'll just think to myself, like, if I never see this dude again, it would be fine. I also don't know where he stands. I thought he... Uh, was seeing other people because he never hinted just otherwise uh, but then he sort of invited himself to a new year's party i was going to i felt a bit weird with it but said it was okay and he could come at the party he recognized a girl and he said he might have seen her on tinder so i asked him if he'd seen her on there if he'd seen her on there recently and he just answered that he deleted tinder back in spring I, however, am still on Tinder. I haven't been active the last couple of months, but I was dating throughout the summer and also had a thing with this other guy for about two or three months during the fall. When I'm honest with myself, I kind of just want to have a full-on hoe face, which I've never really done. On the other hand, I would like to try the whole relationship, big feelings thing one day, but I don't know if I want to give it a shot with this guy. I don't know if I'm hesitant because I'm afraid or because he's just not the right guy. Also, it's a super bad time for me to start dating. It's cold, it's winter, there's a pandemic going on and I have exams. But all of these things also makes it a really bad time to stop having regular sex. Don't really want to break it up with, up with him. I don't know what to do. Please help me. You don't like him at all. I think he <laughs> is starting to have feelings for you. And so then you're like, this is a convenient dick. Do I like him? Like, that's what it is. Like, you're a value. You're trying to decide if you like him because he likes you. You don't like him at all. You have the classic fuck buddy feeling towards him. Like, if I never saw you again, like, whatever. But then sometimes when you're with him, like, there's a reason why you're having, there's a reason why you get wet. There's a reason why you're having sex. <laughs> like, there is that, like, that schoolgirl crush kind of thing. I think if you age that up, like that's also kind of just like lust and like being attracted to someone that doesn't necessarily mean that there's like a large amount of like long term follow through. I don't think you like him in that way. It sounds like you'd have to kind of like pull some mental contortions in order to trick yourself into thinking you like him that way. So obviously I haven't had a fuck buddy or a friend friends with benefits situation in almost a decade. But what it sounds like you're kind of describing is a work friend, which means like for me, there have been many people at places that I've worked that are nice to have around the workplace for like a casual joke, someone to go to lunch with, et cetera, et cetera. But they never make it into like the next level of friend, which is like people you actually rely on and like you would go above and beyond for. And when you quit that job, it kind of, you like hit them up, like, or they hit you up like a few, t a handful of times, like a month or two after work. And then eventually and you, then just you literally forget that yeah. you were friends with them. And that's what it sounds like you're describing. So I think get through your exams. Hopefully this is like the actual last wave. Who knows at this point? And after your exams, do your hoe face. Well, no, here's what I think, though. Like, have a conversation. If you morally feel like he is like, really developing, like, feeling feelings for you and you don't feel comfortable like, continuing on the fuck buddy, like, trajectory without having a conversation, have a conversation with him about, like, where his feelings are or just to be, like, double check, like, hey, like, so I just want to, like, make sure that you know, like, I'm still, like, on Tinder and stuff and, like, if you want to sleep with other people, like, that's totally okay, like, blah, blah, or, like, whatever your terms are for that. And then like, 
feel free to, you can like totally keep that dick around like if you want because like it's convenient you're right it's cold out like where are you gonna find new dick when it's cold like <laughs> you've already had this one you've like enjoyed the sex with him like I think as long as you are not stringing him along and like misleading him which it doesn't sound like you are it just sounds like you haven't had like an update to the terms and conditions of this like fuck buddy situation and he's kind of trying to like do the opposite of the slow fade like he's trying to like slowly creep into like boyfriend position and I think just be like have a conversation about that and then if you're on the same page and you feel comfortable continuing the fuck buddy thing do it and then have your hoe phase when you have the time because hoeing is a full-time job yeah he kind of sounds like an internet subscription that you forgot you signed up for and you keep reminding yourself to like cancel so it doesn't auto charge on your card but you keep forgetting to cancel it but there's one show that you like it's your comfort <laughs> show and you just go back to it over and over and over again but you're like i probably should we're, find a new show i've seen this so many times by the way we're performing like like we're just throwing strays at this guy like we're know, dunking so on him he seems right like now. a very like seems like a very nice guy yeah he seems very nice but he didn't call in <laughs> no so, exactly. that's true and yeah, Megan's right. Like, as a guy, he clearly likes you a lot more than you like him. So the longer you don't update your terms and conditions, the more unfair it becomes to him. And I wouldn't even say that. I think like morally, if you find it unfair, for sure. But like, if someone starts to develop feelings for you, and it doesn't seem like to you, it's crystal clear to us, it is. But like, if you've like had been a fuck buddy for X amount of time, you you need to assess that and like have that com- like him like have that conversation and update it you can't again slow fade into changing what that means so just doesn't sound like you want to opt into the pro account so yeah. keep you just still on free trial yeah we need to stop this yeah. is so annoying you got so many terms and conditions puns <sighs> uh well i love your accent by the way yeah oh, i was gonna say irish we think or what? I, I don't know. If you hear this, if you want to like... Set, if she hears this, I fucking uh, I, If you hear I this say, part, definitely like right back with your accent. Cause it, it is... I was thinking my guess was Irish, maybe Scottish, like a little, or like maybe one of your parents is Scottish or maybe, I don't think Welsh. No idea. Let us know. My, it's very charming. My knowledge of these accents are just from Love Island. So <laughs> that's it. Okay, now it is time for Don't Blame Them. This is where one of the uh, listeners from our show will call in and uh, give their own thoughts and feedback or their own advice on a previous call that we've aired. Maybe they have personal experience. Maybe they just want to be like, Megan and Melissa are so right. And they're also so pretty. And like, they're just the best. (laughs) My role models, they're who I want to grow up to be. If someone said that, if like a child said that you are my role model, like you do not know me well enough, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, I do. That's exactly like, what I want. Okay. <laughs> Satan brought you here. Get cool. in therapy immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here it is. Hi, I'm calling for a don't blame them for the most recent episode with the girl who um, was having trouble with the noise. I have like sensory issues and I have always had issues with um, noise literally everywhere I've lived. And right now I live in the best possible living situation I've ever been in with like two of my favorite people ever. And there is still a problem with the noise. Please, please, please buy soundproof headphones and earplugs. Sometimes I wear earplugs with the headphones and I don't put any music on with the headphones and it works super well. Sometimes I sleep like that. If I have to, I pretty much am wearing my headphones 24-7 and my quality of life has improved so much. And I mean like quality over $200 soundproof headphones. You can get them used um, if you're looking to do that. I'm just thinking, like, if you have the means to think about moving, moving is crazy expensive. You definitely have money to drop on a pair of soundproof headphones. So please do this for yourself. Love your podcast. Bye, guys. That's so smart. So practical. Yeah. So economical. I. So utilitarian. Okay. All the things I love. It's not true. You're (laughs) very bougie. I wish I could do that. I have such bad sensory issues with, like, I mean, everything, but sound, like, specifically. I cannot do like I can't 
I can't. I get paranoid. I get so paranoid. My anxiety goes through the fucking, like my heart is racing just thinking about it. Like noise canceling headphones like are actually like, that's my personal hell. Like I literally would just get whiplash, like flipping my head everywhere. And I also have this like, my ears are so sensitive that like when I have my AirPods in, if it's just even just between songs or like before like something plays, there's just this really slight humming noise. And that makes me want to like rip all of my skin off. Like the amount of people who have like praised and like swore by like noise canceling headphones in just life. Just do it if you can do it. Like that's such good advice. Didn't even think of that. Yep, I didn't either because I Probably also Probably because both of us. Yes, are very paranoid. <laughs> get really paranoid headphones mm-hmm. on. Uh, well, that is it for our episode. Thank you, babe, for being on. You're and welcome. thank you, Mots, too. <laughs> You're welcome. If anybody <laughs> has experience like trying to live life with their dominant hand in a cast... Your cast is going to be off by the time this episode is know. out. Again, because it will literally be on for probably a week total. Oh, well... Okay, yeah, the insurance is having a hard time, so maybe it'll be stuck on his arm because they won't come and take it off or we can't go and get it taken off. That's a time. That's a different time. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, head on over to the podcast store and leave us a review. We love getting the reviews when they're nice and when they're mean. All we do is just make fun of you. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, again, the number is 310-694-0976. International listeners can send us an email with an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And if you are listening this far into the episode, go. what should they go comment on our in- latest Instagram post? What Motsu's cast smells like now? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and if that gives you the, ge- the ick and that makes you gag, comment what your Valentine's Day plans are or your best or worst Valentine's Day. We're giving you options here. Oh, if you want to watch the video version of this, you can head on over to Patreon. We also do live streams twice a month. We still got merch. <gasps> yes. Cute, cute, cute merch. Get it while it's here. Yeah, some stuff is sold out. So there's still some a few things left. So get it, get it, get it, get it. Follow us on Instagram, our personal Instagrams, all of our personal socials. Anything else you want to promote? All good, baby. Okay, we will see you all next time. Goodbye. See ya. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts and Diamond Imprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lawrence. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.